Join me and my guest, Tony M. Winston, as we chat about adding products to your business, maybe even your services or products that you already have. It's going to be an amazingly fun show. Oh, by the way, Tony is crazy good with TikTok and IG Reels. So if you've been planning to step your toe into that, we'll talk about that a little bit. Um, we're going to get right into it right after this quick intro. Don't you move. Whoa, 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 whoa. Why y'all so happy? And you don't know. Charvette Mitchell is on the radio. It's time to get motivated, excited, and influenced. Why? It's the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, live from Richmond, Virginia. And now, here to motivate, excite, and influence you, Charvette, Charvette Mitchell. Well, hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia, but heard and seen all across the world wide web. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Listen, we know that all of our live streaming platforms are sending out notifications and sending out messages and saying, hey, come check us out. Let me greet a few of our listeners who are hanging out with us. Hey there. Hey, girl. Hey, Miss Ulika Kimber CP. Got to get some love to my mom. Hey, mom. Hey, Betty, uh, for stopping in. Hello, Amy Williams. Thank you so much for stopping in, holding it down in the Tidewater area. Um, listen, the goal of the show, you know the goal of the show is to motivate, excite, and influence. And we're going to do just that today. I definitely want to give a shout out to all of the broadcast stations. Um, if you check us out in iTunes, we appreciate you. If you're checking us out, Spotify later on. If you're, listen, if you're on charvet.com and you're saying, oh, I love hanging out here. Listen, we're glad to have you. We're glad to have you uh, as always. And we're super excited for our media sponsor. Um, so you may be hanging out because you sh you saw something uh, on the internet from our media sponsor, who I'll tell you about in a moment. Uh, big shout out uh, to Tanya, who's hanging out with us. Hey, from Washington State. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate that. And Jeanette Mason, uh, all the way from Emporia. Thank you. And of course, got to give some love to my sister, uh, Kim, who's hanging out and holding it down over on Periscope. And again, Periscope, we love you guys. Thank you so much for being faithful listeners. And um, we know the app is going away in the end of March, but you can interact with us on our YouTube channel. Um, so hello to all of those that are watching. And we'll catch this in YouTube. And you can jump over to youtube.com forward slash Charvette and subscribe, and then you can connect with us there or certainly all of our different, uh, you know, iTunes and all that good stuff. You can you can check us out over there. So much love coming on in. Let me get my guest ready uh, to come on up to the mic. Listen, Tony M. Winston, also known uh, in the internet streets as Follow the Pink Squirrel, is a multi-passionate creative. She's the owner of Fuzzy and Cute. Um, which is featuring her line of natural hair tees and accessories, and that's t-shirts, uh, and accessories for the entire family. Um, currently sold online in her online store and as well as the Black History uh, Museum and Cultural Arts Cultural Center of Virginia and Tiny Textures Hair Salon. She is also a self-published Amazon best-selling children's book author of My Hair is Fuzzy, My Hair is Cute, Caroline's Hair, 
and her newest book, Abraham Goes to the Shop, the ABC book. All right. And Tony is hanging us, hanging out with us here. I'm bringing her up to the mic momentarily. And again, shout out to our media sponsor, Swag Her Magazine, Swag Her Magazine, uh, which uses positive media and storytelling to create new narratives and mindsets around Black people, their communities, and the businesses and organizations they lead. Without further ado, let's bring uh, Tony and Winston up to the mic, coming up live on the Charvette Mitchell Radio Show. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Listen, so much love um, coming in uh, on the comments. Side note, you always look cute. Thank you, Amy. Thank you. I know that's for me and for Tony, right? <laughs> <laughs> Dio, hey there. It's excited to hear Tony and her expertise. Um, and so let's let's jump in, Tony. A multi-passionate creative. Some people are probably saying, what is that? Uh, can you explain that to our listeners? Well, multi-passionate. You know, some people are like, I'm passionate about this one thing. I'm passionate about a lot of stuff and I'm creative too. So there are a lot of things that I like to learn. Um, a lot of things that I want to apply. So they're just things that I, skills and techniques that I pick up and I implement and I put into my daily life, I add into my business. And I just don't feel like I have to be one dimensional. I, I feel like I can do this today and switch tomorrow, add it together, drop some stuff, pick some stuff up. I'm just multi-passionate. Multi-passionate. I love it. I love it. And because I remember first my first interactions with you many, many moons ago, you were um, doing event planning. So you could, you know, you would plan weddings and all of that. Do you think that was kind of like the initial bug that bit you? Um, I won't say that was the initial bug, um, although that was one of my big bugs. As a child, I remember making hair bows for children at church and selling them. And I remember planning flowers and things like that. But the event planning was one of the big things that I took, big ventures that I took on. I went to um, George Washington University in Washington, D.C. and received an event management certification. And um, I never planned on going directly into weddings, mm -hmm. but it was like what worked, what people asked for. And I also mm -hmm. had experience in some corporate corporate planning because as by day I'm an executive assistant and we're always planning uh meetings, large meetings and gatherings and stuff like that. But I will say that the event planning gave me skills for some of the other things with the organization and the networking and the just being able to use my voice because you can't get anything done in event planning if you don't have those skills. So true. So true. And um, then there was there was a transition, I would say, from that, um, because then you started getting into vision boards, which you call victory boards. So yes. tell us a little bit about that. Um, I actually went to a bridal shower for my cousin, Michelle Lewis. And that was one of the activities. And I was like, what is this? I like this. Mm -hmm. And what we did there was like any typical vision board. We plotted what we wanted to do. But there was no follow up. And um I decided that in order for my vision to become, as I say, from to go from vision to victory, we had to have some steps to get there, some goal setting and things like that. So I took my event planning and I created an event and it, it was from vision to victory. And I really enjoy helping people. I, it also tapped into my creative side, like making it look pretty. But uh -huh. we wanted to make it look pretty. We wanted to actually manifest. 
And you actually did a Vision of Victory board, um, really kind of mini event within the first um, conference that I hosted. Now going, we're going on our sixth one, but the, so almost six years ago, you did um, a Vision of Victory board within the pop-up conference for female entrepreneurs. And originally we kind of thought, okay, hey, maybe everybody won't stay for that part because we made it like the second part of the day. And so maybe people will duck out, but like the room was packed, it stayed. <laughs> Yes. And I, I was going to there. Yeah. DJ Shanghai was there. Well, she wasn't DJ Shanghai. So for those yeah. who come to the pop up now, they know about the DJ. She was in there saying she wanted to be a DJ. That was on her board. Yeah. And it's gone from her being a D saying she wanted to be a DJ to her actually, I guess it's been the past two or three years, she's been the conference DJ. And she's really good. I was like, victory. Yes, yes. And we have her signed up for this year. Uh, and so uh, listeners, if you're if you're just tuning in, you're saying, what, you, what are you all talking about? I host a conference every year called the Pop Up Conference for Female Entrepreneurs uh, and those that want to be. And so we have the dates. We'll tell you about that a little bit later in the show. Um, so, yes, I love it. I love it. So much love coming through uh, into the comments. Yeah. Karen said, I like that. Right. Vision to victory, not just kind of letting it sit on the sit on your board. And why is that so important for entrepreneurs to kind of cast? their vision, um, but then also really see it through to victory. Because I think sometimes if you say there are things that you want to accomplish, whether it's in business or life, whatever your goal is, if you don't see any results, you kind of give up. And if you don't see results and you give up, you stay stuck. So you don't want to stay stuck in things. And there may be things you put on your board that may be audacious, things that you probably yeah. feel like I can't get to, but it doesn't also always mean that it's something that I have to get done in this moment. And it also doesn't mean that how I put it on the board is how it's going to show up in your life down the road. Oh, that's and good. I know we're going to talk about the books, but that's an example for me, like things that I put on my book. At one point I put something about hair. I was in cosmetology school, multi-passionate, but I was in cosmetology school. And um, what I thought the hair story looked like for me then is not what it actually manifests itself to be. Wow. Okay. And we're going to jump into that because I know y'all are like, wait a minute, what's the tie-in to that? What's the tie-in? We're going we're gonna to let you know. Thank you. Thank you, Amy. She said, I'm looking at you too. Like Miss Obama looked at, look at Miss Harris. All right. Oh, we, put, we, are, we are highly honored for that, for that compliment. You. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a great segue. And let's talk about your book. So your very first book um, that you put out, My Hair is Fuzzy. My Hair is Cute. Tell us, Number one, about the title and then why you even came up with that concept. Okay, so my first book was My Hair is Fuzzy, My Hair is Cute, or Is My Hair is Fuzzy, My Hair is Cute. And I'm not fuzzy today, but I'm still cute. Yes. Um, Skyla is my daughter. She is, she'll be 13 soon. So wow. at this point, she was in preschool. So she's probably four, four-ish. And um, one day, I had a doctor's appointment. I think the daycare was closed and she had to go. So I'm in the doctor's appointment and this is back when I had a Blackberry. So remember she's four, she was four. So this is nine years ago. Yeah. And um, we were talking about her hair. And one of the reasons we talked about her hair is because at any school that she's actually been to historically, most kids don't look like her. And I sent her to these schools because I want her to go to the place where she is best suited educationally. Mm -hmm. And um, she was talking about her hair and she was like, Mom, my hair is so fuzzy. And I said, but your hair is cute, Skylar. And she was like, ah. So from that point, I'm in the doctor's appointment and um, 
I have my Blackberry and I'm like, my hair is fuzzy. My hair is cute. My hair is just things just started coming to me. And they were like affirmations for her because I want her to understand that although it's fuzzy, it doesn't mean that it's bad. You know, I know you see these people out here who have hair that doesn't look like yours, but it doesn't mean that yours isn't acceptable. So it was something I wanted her to, I guess it was just really for her. And yeah. I realized that once I started something that was for my child, that other children needed it. And hence, I went out and found an um, illustrator and created the book. And it wasn't something that happened right away. Because I said she was four when I got the whole download of the book. She was a lot older, maybe two or three years older mm-hmm. when I actually published the book. It was because I needed to find the um, illustrator. I needed to have the funds for the illustrator. I needed to understand the process for self-publishing a children's book. Like I, my illustrator says, I used Amazon. I was like, okay, what does that mean? So I had to do the work to figure it out to become a self-published author that actually hit number one in children's books at that time. All right. Amazing. Clap, clap. We need a clap track. Uh, we need a clap track here. And thank you, Yulika uh, Kimber, who is uh, posting the actual uh site there where you can go check it out my uh right there so screenshot that uh and go ahead and you grab that and a couple people that are here that are listening are saying they, they bought the book they have the book for their children and it's an excellent book so um thank you for all the comments that are coming in uh, around uh, around the book awesome 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 and so at, up until this point you didn't have a physical product and so um because everything you had done really before uh, previous to that was service-based. So what was it like adding a physical product to kind of your offering? Well, initially I had an idea. I was like, let me make a shirt. And um, got the design together, figured that out, made the shirt. Didn't really push it, but I knew I needed something to help substantiate the book. Like books would sell and like anything, you have to market it and you have to push it. But I wanted something else. And I wanted to go from just having a book to building a brand. So I introduced initially the shirt. Um, but I didn't know how to make it happen. I just know I got a shirt. You know, shirt seemed like the natural thing to do because everybody was selling, selling shirts. So I had my first shirt and that was it. So I, every now and then I would say, here's a shirt. Um, I think one of my things fears was actually having a bunch of inventory. Like, how am I going to sell these shirts? Yeah. How do I build a store? But I did know that I wanted to go from a book to a brand. And just like I had to figure out how to go from I want to write a book and how to self-publish. I also had to figure out the steps for actually now, you know, and people probably say anybody can make a shirt. But to have products, you have to understand how to market them, how to get in front of people, what actually sells. Like, I think I like something, but everybody doesn't like it. So it was just a matter of educating myself, surrounding myself with people, putting myself in groups and doing the work. And doing the work. And so it went from books to, then what was the next thing that you added related to my hair is fuzzy, my hair is cute? So I also added the book, Caroline's Hair. So Caroline's Hair actually still came from this time at preschool because there was a little red-haired girl named Caroline. And um, I actually had the illustrations for Caroline's hair done at the same time that I had my hair fuzzy done. But I didn't release Caroline's hair until maybe five years later. And one of the okay. reasons for that was because my initial release of my hair fuzzy, my hair's cute, had no marketing plan. Mm-hmm. It had no no plan. No no plan at all. Like I hit send, I hit publish, uh-huh. and then I was like, mm, I got some books, y'all. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, friends and family brought the books and everything, but I didn't want the same things to happen with the second book. So 
lots of support with the first book, but it wasn't, it didn't go how I necessarily needed it or wanted it to go. Mm -hmm. So when the timing was right, I um, put out Caroline's hair. And with Caroline's hair, I started saying, well, let me add some buttons. Mm -hmm. Let me add some additional shirts. Let me add some stickers. Let me build a Shopify store. Um, let me dabble in Facebook ads. So it was all, it was stuff like that, that I, you know, you hear things and you try things. Yeah. And just make it happen. And even with um, the third, the book, release of the third book, I don't know if we're, we're actually there yet. But talk about, you know, that's a great segue. Let's let me, because I want to, I want to introduce the third book. I want to introduce the third book, right? I want, we got a little, we got a little something to introduce the third book. I do want to capture a toy. You said, looking forward to, che to checking out um, these TikToks, um, which is a great comment there because you have done a really amazing job of keeping your audience engaged with just, I really call it lifestyle branding with video and with these short form vertical videos um, related to TikTok. And, and then you put it on your Instagram reels. Um, do you think that's a good strategy for people to follow by adding video, these kind of short vertical videos to their marketing plan? I do. Some people are probably like me and I am not as profound as Ms. Charvet with these Facebook lives. Um, but I feel like because these short videos are the way that people are going right now, along with showing up and doing Facebook Live, I feel like if you're not there, the TikToks and the Reels will really put you in front of people. It's a short show up, so you have to get your message in. I do feel like when you have a message to put into your Reel or your TikTok, make it where people can actually see what you're doing. Don't let people miss the message because of all the dancing. Don't let the people miss the message because of all the points you're putting in your video. So yeah. just really target it at what you're trying to say in your message. And um, like I put up a video the other day, it wasn't necessarily business related, but it was something that people could relate to or people right. could see and be like, oh, let me come back and see what she's talking about tomorrow. So I really think that if you're able to, that you should look into adding this. And I'm not even, I know I say I'm creative and some people are like, I don't know what I'm, what I'm supposed to do. Some of it is just taking your own, putting your own spin on something that someone else has already done and putting it out there for your audience. So don't think that you have to come up with some original script. Like what I put up um, Sunday, somebody else, it was somebody else's video. I used that audio and I just, I just showed up. So I just think that you should go out there. It's fun. It does take a minute to figure out like, what am I doing? But when you put up, put it up, you're like, oh, like I told you the other day, Oh, I'm just watching my TikTok for the 99. <laughs> it, oh, <laughs> it is fun. And I have always noticed that Facebook um, stories, Instagram stories get a lot of engagement. But now Instagram reels in particular on Instagram are getting more exposure. Are you seeing the same thing? Yes, um, because I can put a post up and my 35 people will be like, oh, that's great. And I get some content or whatever. I mean, some comments. But I've gone out and I've put up a food post. And I'm like, oh, a thousand people like that. Who are the people? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So it's good to be able to put yourself and your stuff out in front of additional people. All right. Wonderful. Um, so we're going to do, I just want to do this great introduction for her third book. Uh, you guys, so let me just, let me just share this with you. Um, this is her third book that we're getting ready to talk, to talk about.
right. What a great intro. So tell us about this particular book. Abraham. Abraham goes to the shop. So um, Abraham was something that I had on the computer. I was like, I'm going to make an ABC book one day. A is for Abraham, my new best friend. So I needed something for the boys. I have godsons. I'm going to meet me to four little boys. Oh. And I know nothing about boys. And um, I was like, well, I need something for them. You know, I got something for my girls. I need something for my boys. So I started with the little ABCs and I had it written out. My other two books, I had an illustrator um, who no longer illustrates, um, does commission work. She's with the big wigs now, so she doesn't do any commission work. And Abraham really, the the um, artwork for the book wasn't really, I didn't have artwork, but COVID mm -hmm. came. So I was like, well, let me pull out this Abraham thing. Let's see what I can do. Because we're sitting in the house and there's only yeah. so much stuff on Netflix. So I know we all use Canva. But well, one day I was on the Shonda Henry's page on her Instagram and she had this little figurine on there. And I was like, what's that? Where did you do that? Who did that? And she was like, oh, I did this in Canva. It's a lot of shapes and layers and da 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 I'm like, oh, I went and tried it. <laughs> so, um, so when I went out there to try it, um, I made some people. And I was like, um, I did help Dominique, yes. But I, I have some, I made some people. I was like, Yalika, look at this. Charfette, look at this. I was like, I got five people. Uh -huh. But they were supposed to be a part of the book. So then as I kept on going, I was like, I can make this a part of the book. So Abraham is my COVID baby. Um, it's for my baby boys and my big men, Dominique. And um, I just took a stab at something. I just did the work. Um, People talk about having a, well, I talk about in From Vision to Victory, having a um, growth mindset. Yeah. I didn't decide, I decided that this was something I could do. I didn't say I don't have an illustrator. I didn't say I can't figure it out. What I said was I have time. Yeah. I got time and it didn't cost me nothing but my, what, $12.95 a month? And um, I made it work. So there are things that I feel like people probably have on their computers, laptops, thoughts. Y'all need my fuzzy hair because this straight hair is killing me. But um, <laughs> some, um, thoughts that you may have, and I just think if you open your mind up, you can get it done. Um, mm -hmm. I say, it's, it's, and sometimes in all honesty, I'm like, oh, I didn't really illustrate that. But then I had somebody who's a um, who's an artist said, no, those are vector illustrations. You did do the work. And yeah. sometimes we put ourselves in boxes that don't understand that we have the ability to do things. So you know. And I, I love that. And the and your products are in the Black History Museum and Cultural Center of Virginia, which is so notable and so amazing. And I love how I think a little boy, a little African-American um, boy picked up the book and said, is this me? Is it? Yeah. yeah. Black people want to say that they're to their mom, is this me? It looks like me. And they just knew it was them. This little boy named Donovan. And um. And I think I've had a couple people say that their nephews or their kids want, felt like they were, um, the boy looked like them. And mm -hmm. it's like representation matters. In this day and time, there's so many kids out here. You can go and buy a book, but it's hard to find something where people look like us or our little ones. So mm -hmm. I was just so happy to make that happen and happy to make something that's educational and happy that the Black History Museum is like, come on in. You know, and I'm looking for other avenues to actually promote the book and get in more retail space. But I'm just excited about what I was able to create when I wasn't even looking to create this thing. 
Wow. And you've got buttons, you have stickers and you have that that are for the girls and also for the guys and all of this whole product line. So um, we're going to take a quick commercial break. But right when we come back, I mean, less than 50 seconds, you guys, Um, Tony, I want you to share with the audience some tips around if they want to add products. Because, again, we started off that you really started as a service based entrepreneur. So I want you to share some tips if people want to add products to either their current products or if to their current um, services. So we're going to let you hang out in the virtual studio. Um, And again, welcome to all those that are tuning in. This is Charvette Mitchell uh, broadcasting live, live from the capital city of Richmond, Virginia. And you're listening to the Charvette Mitchell radio show. And um, here's a quick commercial Uh, drum roll, please. Announcing the 2021 pop up conference dates. Sorry, y'all. I'm just I'm just grooving like I'm doing a TikTok. All right. So this is the personal invitation from me to join me. Put it on your calendar, November 4th, 5th, and 6th. I'll let you know when tickets go on sale. And you know the VIP tickets um, are always a hot tomato, hot uh, item that go first. So ticket sales will be coming up. But we wanted to let you know, uh, listeners, uh, to at least mark it in on your calendar. We'll be live, live here in Richmond, Virginia at the Four Points by Sheraton, uh, where we were last year. And it was amazing. All right. So let's bring my guest back in. Uh, Tony M. Winston is hanging out with us again. uh, Follow the Pink Squirrel on Facebook, multi-passionate creative and owner of Fuzzy and In cute uh and she also has amazing books um that you're you've been hearing about so tony i'm gonna actually let you come full screen and tell the listeners and the viewers tips for getting their own product getting their own product take it away okay so i um at the pop-up this year i gave four stages for deciding if you would like to have products or whatever and the first stage is deciding you have to decide what it is you want to sell and how you you're going to sell it because i think sometimes we just say i'm going to sell ink pens but how are you going to sell ink pens what kind of ink pens are you going to sell so decide so the first thing you want to do is decide what you're going to sell and how you want to sell it because i think sometimes we show up with um what i call step two design 
We got all these things laid out, but we don't know how we're going to get it to market. So when you decide, things to decide, like I said, uh, what kind? Am I going to do print on demand? Am I going to have bulk items? Am I going to create them in-house? So one, you want to decide what it is you're going to do and how you're going to do it. Then you're going to design. Um, when I say design, I don't mean like your word perfect design. Are you going to hire a designer? Can you design? Um, do you know what kind of files you need? You know, things like that. So you need to educate yourself on the design factor for your products. What size does it need to be? Just the other day, I was talking to someone and they were like, oh, I made this design. I'm like, well, how many DPIs is it? What does it look like when you um, enlarge it? Can you enlarge it? So you need to understand the design um, stages of it, okay? Once you have decided what you're going to sell, how you're going to sell it, and you know what it looks like, then you can start selling, okay? But what platforms are you going to sell on? Remember, we're back at the decide. Are you going to go to the farmer's market? Are you going to Shopify? Are you going to drop ship? Are you going to go on a retail location? So you want to know next. Next, I'm not want to know. What you're going to do next is sell the product. But in order to sell the product, I say the fourth step is promoting the product. Because I um one of the things that I said was, if you make it, they will come. You know that whole field of dreams. If you design it, if you build, if you build it, they will come. And what I've told people is, those are lies. Because I have built some things and nobody has come. So what you have to do now is promote the product. So are you doing Facebook ads, Instagram ads? Are you doing Google ads? Are you um, what are you doing? How are you promoting this? So if you're not promoting something, if no one knows you have the, the item, it will not sell. And I think that's what frustrates people sometimes. You've done all the work. You've decided what you're going to do. You've designed it. It looks bomb. Now you're selling it, but nobody you have it to sell, but nobody's buying it. That's because you haven't done, gone through the steps to promote it. So remember, if you build it, it does not mean that they will come. Some instances you will catch on. You may have done that TikTok in that shirt you out there like this and somebody sees it and you go viral and blow up. That's great, but then you have to also remember, how am I producing it? So all of it goes hand in hand. So if you blow up and they do come, think about how am I gonna make it happen? Am I print on demand? Do I have the manpower to sell it in-house and make it in-house? So those are my four steps. You're gonna decide, design, sell, and promote. I love it, O to the M to the G. Tony, how can they connect with you online? You can connect with me online. I am here on Facebook, Tony Winston. I'm on Clubhouse. I am on Instagram and I am on Twitter as Miss Tony Money. You can email me at TonyMWinston at gmail.com. Um, or you can go to my website. On my website, you can schedule time just to connect. You can email me a question. Or if you have questions about writing a children's book, you just want to create or you want to get your merchandise out for your service or your brand, there is a services page on my, there's a services tab on my page that you can click and get in touch with me. All right. I love it. Our time flew by. Thank you so much for stopping by the Charvette McCoy radio show. We're going to keep our eye on you. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. All right. It's a wrap, you guys. Thank you so much for being here. I know the time flew by. Connect with Tony. Check us out at Charvette.com. We're going to see you guys later on the web. Bye.
Live from Richmond, Virginia, you've been listening to the Sharvette Mitchell Radio Show. Catch Sharvette Mitchell every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Interviewing all the stars you want to hear from. So until next week, stay motivated, excited, and influenced. This is the Sharvette Mitchell Radio Show.